Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Welcome, and it's great to have you with us. This coming Tuesday, it is Election Day, and it is so close now we can taste it. Election Day is upon us, and if the pollsters are right, it will be election a la mode, sweet and delicious. The RCP projections right now calling for somewhere around 50 seats for the Republicans in the House, a margin in the Senate of three to four seats. Taking control of both the Senate and the House is almost scary to think about. Nah, I don't think so. It's something to celebrate even if prematurely. So here we go. I can't help myself. Hallelujah. Glory be the Marxist Dems are in free fall. It seems everywhere in the country the Republican candidates are surging, and that red tsunami is building, ready to crash down on Election Day. And helping a lot of those Republican candidates with their campaigns across the country has been Senator Ted Cruz out on the trail with those candidates just back from Arizona, most recently helping out Kerry Lake and Blake Masters, Abe Hamaday, and Mark Fincham. And Ted has a terrific podcast called Verdict with Ted Cruz. And Senator Cruz has a new book out as well called Justice Corrupted, How the Left has weaponized our legal system, something we talk about on this program quite often. Senator, it is great to have you back with us here on The Great America Show. Congratulations on your new book. Well, uh, the book, which came out last week, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Has Weaponized Our Legal System, focuses on how Barack Obama and now Joe Biden have politicized the Department of Justice, the FBI, the IRS, the CIA, the alphabet soup of federal agencies, and weaponize them and turn them into weapons being used to attack their political enemies. And, and we saw this with Obama when he used the IRS to go after Tea Party groups and conservative groups and pro-Israel groups and pro-life groups. We saw it with the Obama DOJ when they stonewalled Congress and covered up for the IRS targeting and defied congressional subpoenas and refused to prosecute contempt of Congress. And when Trump became president, hardcore partisans burrowed down into his senior career positions in those agencies and spent four years waging war on Donald Trump personally and trying to stop the Trump agenda. And now, under Joe Biden, that corruption is fully metastasized, and this Department of Justice and FBI is openly political. Merrick Garland is the most political attorney general we have ever seen, and it is a profound threat both to rule of law and to our individual liberty. Lawfare. Uh, we are watching uh, in the private sector or as well as the Department of Justice, the FBI, and as you say, other agencies, including the IRS. But now with 87,000 new agents contemplated in the funding of these, uh, <laughs> the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, I mean, it just doesn't stop with these people. We have seen that the the uh, the block put up against uh, 
the student loan, uh, I would call it the executive order, it's an edict. Uh, this man is operating like a, like an emperor, not a, a U.S. president. What can be done? Well, a lot can be done. Uh, the first big step is going, going to be next Tuesday on Election Day. I think we're going to see not just a red wave, but a tidal wave. I think Republicans are going to retake both the House and the Senate. When we do that next year, we need to have serious oversight of the Department of Justice, of the FBI, of the IRS, of all the agencies that have been weaponized. We need to have the attorney general and the director of the FBI testifying under oath. We need to have subpoenas. One of the very first things we ought to do with a new majority is defund the 87,000 new IRS agents. After that, I believe that we should impeach Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, for absolute abdication of duty and refusal to secure the southern border. And then we should impeach Merrick Garland. This attorney general has done more damage to the integrity of the Department of Justice than any attorney general in history. And I include in that John Mitchell, Nixon's attorney general, who resigned in disgrace and was prosecuted and went to jail. Merrick Garland sent in the FBI to raid Donald Trump's home, the first time a former president's home has been raided in the history of our country, is sending FBI agents to raid the homes of pro-life activists, with machine guns drawn at dawn, arresting them in front of their crying children, and has directed the FBI to target parents, moms and dads, who exercise their First Amendment rights at school boards to, to speak up against horrific policies. All of those I discuss at great detail in the book, Justice Corrupted. I walk you through exactly what's going on, take you behind the scenes, and explain how Obama and now Biden have twisted what is supposed to be an apolitical law enforcement apparatus into their own personal stormtroopers for the White House and the DNC. And in introducing the book, uh, in, uh, in starting here with uh, Ted Cruz in this interview, uh, I mentioned the book, but I didn't mention the fact that we recommend it to everyone in the audience highly. Uh, it is a terrific, uh, a terrific and timely subject, uh, the likes of which I don't think could be bettered. Uh, I, I just, as I look at Congress right now and I look at the Senate, and you talk about oversight, I think why in the world has the Judiciary Committee in the Senate and the House, even under uh, Republican uh, rule, uh, it ha the, neither committee has ever exercised, at least uh, since uh, 2016, true oversight, and those were Republican bodies. What in the world has happened here? Well, unfortunately, under Democrats, they have zero interest in exercising oversight. They've abandoned any pretense at principle. They are purely partisan. It is all politics all the time. In the last two years, I'm on the Senate Judiciary Committee, we have had zero hearings about illegal immigration while we're facing the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. And that is a deliberate decision from their party, the Democrat Party, to refuse to enforce the law, to release illegal aliens, 4.4 million illegal aliens have crossed into this country under Joe Biden, and that was a political decision by him, and every single Democratic senator supports it. They are complicit in it. It's actually quite funny, Lou. A bunch of them are running now for re-election, and they claim to want to secure the border, but 100 percent of the time when it comes time to a vote, they vote with Joe Biden in favor of open borders, and, and it's one of the big reasons why this election is going to be such a tidal wave, because between inflation crime and the chaos at our southern border people are fed up and want to change the path we're on and of course 
certainly everyone is concerned about electoral integrity, uh, that you talk about the red tsunami, which and I surely hope that you're correct in your prognostication. Uh, but I'm also very concerned about the left. Uh, we saw what they did in 2020. We saw what the establishment of both parties, in fact, have done. Uh, corrupt elections, the GOP allowed it to happen, and we haven't seen much of a response for 2022. Give us your sense of of the integrity of this election uh, and how confident you are in it. Well, voter fraud is a real problem. Election integrity is incredibly important. I have spent decades fighting to secure, uh, secure our elections and protect election integrity. In fact, when I was the Solicitor General of Texas, I led a coalition of states in front of the U.S. Supreme Court defending photo ID requirements for voting. We won 6-3, a landmark decision where the court said protecting the integrity of, of, of people's votes is how you protect against votes being stolen. It enhances democracy. I've led the fight in the Senate against S-1, the Democrats' attempt to federalize elections and strike down every reasonable protection against voter fraud because today's Democratic Party tragically embraces voter fraud. The book, Justice Corrupted, walks through in detail the history of voter fraud in this country. It walks through how the Democrats have shifted from there was a time where, for example, Jimmy Carter chaired the Carter-Baker Commission that concluded voter fraud was real, that recommended photo IDs, that recommended banning ballot harvesting, that recommended limiting mail-in ballots. That age of Democrat is now gone. All Democrats today support voter fraud affirmatively. And what the book Justice Corrupted does is it takes you inside. This is the first inside story about January 6th from someone who was in the middle of what was happening that day and then in the weeks and months preceding it. I was standing on the Senate floor leading the objection in the Senate to the certification of the election, calling for the appointment of an election commission to examine the evidence of voter fraud. I describe how President Trump called and personally asked me to argue the case before the U.S. Supreme Court right. if the court had taken it. And so if you want to know what was happening, if you want to know what we can do to stop voter fraud, Justice Corrupted gives you that information. Absolutely, and uh, and I reported on much of that, uh, as I think you yes. know. Uh, the, the, let, let's turn to one thing here. Uh, Corrupt elections. The GOP has uh, has had a checkered, uh, well, a past in, in getting it fixed. Uh, you happen to have unique skills, both as an attorney uh, as, and as a public servant, uh, a leader in the Senate. Uh, if it came to this, would you be at all open uh, to the idea of a majority leader? Look, I, I am happy to serve in whatever capacity enables us to deliver on our promises. What, what my focus right now, Lou, is I've been barnstorming the country. I've been on a month-long 17-state national bus tour campaigning all over the country trying to elect strong, principled conservatives to the Senate and the House. I'm not on the ballot this cycle, so I'm spending all my time helping other candidates. When we God get there, when we have the majority – we got to follow through and use the majority, and I'm going to use every lever I can to press my colleagues to encourage them, let's do what we promised we would do. Let's actually stand up and follow through on our commitments. 
a, a terrific answer, and I'm uh, I'm not going to press you on that. I, I'm going to take that answer in the spirit you offered the answer. Uh, let, let's uh, let's turn to the Supreme Court itself, if we may. Uh, the Supreme Court just blocked the the transfer of President Trump's tax records uh, to the January 6th committee. Uh, that thrilled me, perhaps uh, because so little has been done by this court uh, in regard to protecting both the uh, the executive and executive privilege. Your thoughts? Well, the decision was a decision from the chief justice to temporarily delay the matter. So they have not made a decision on the merits. I don't know if the court will decide the issue on the merits and what it will do, but but I'm glad they have delayed it. It's clear what what the House Democrats are engaged in. It's a political fishing expedition. They're not interested in actual legislation. What they want to do is dig through uh, Donald Trump's tax returns and try to find something salacious. It's it's the same thing the January 6th committee has been doing from day one. The January 6th committee is not a real congressional committee. It's a kangaroo court. It's a typical committee. You have people from both sides. And so when a witness testifies, you have cross-examination. You have the opposing party questioning them. In this instance, Nancy Pelosi said, sorry, Republicans, you can't pick the Republicans you want. You can't actually put real Republicans who support President Trump on the committee. We want to do a, a campaign commercial for the DNC. And so she put together only Democrats and then two essentially Democrats today, uh, Kinziger and Liz Cheney, who have decided they hate Trump so much that they will be the useful idiots supporting Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. And so every hearing, you've had no cross-examination, no actual real balance. You've just had a, a political commercial running. That's what they want to do with, with, with Trump's tax returns, is engage in a political fishing expedition. So I, I, I hope the court does not allow them to play games. And uh, I'm just encouraged that the Chief Justice took the action, at least preliminary, preliminarily and temporarily, uh, in the stay that he uh, he handed down here. Uh, I, I want to turn quickly too to McConnell. Uh, he he's withdrawn money uh, for the first time that I'm aware of. A majority le- uh, minority leader in this case has pulled money. Uh, his pack has pulled money from three Republican candidates, which is the same thing as putting that money, millions, in the pockets of the Democratic opposition. Do you have any thoughts you want to share with us on that? Well, listen, I, I think it is unfortunate that, that in some of the races we've seen there has not been resources devoted where they need to be. I can tell you I've been on the road. I've been campaigning with Blake Masters in Arizona. I think Blake Masters has a real okay. shot at winning, even though he's being – massively outspent in Arizona. I was also campaigning with Kerry Lake, who I think is going to win governor in Arizona. I think General Bolduck in New Hampshire uh, has a real shot at winning. Again, he's had not nearly the money needed to compete. Uh, I think that's that's an enormous mistake because I think Maggie Hassan is very beatable. Um, I believe Adam Laxalt in Nevada is, is likely to win. I think he's our best pickup opportunity. I've campaigned with Adam repeatedly. Good. Uh, I believe Her- Herschel Walker is our second best pickup opportunity. I've campaigned with Herschel repeatedly. Um, unfortunately, Washington leadership, uh, if there's a candidate that they perceive as too close to President Trump, they're, they're pretty quick to pull the money from him, even if that means allowing a Democrat to win. I think that's really short-sighted. And our objective should be saving the country, not engaging in interpersonal and internecine political squabbles uh, between congressional leadership and, and Donald J. Trump. 
Yeah, and I appreciate you saying that. Uh, and I'll just say, from my perspective, uh, Dan McConnell's hide to hell. I mean, uh, he is a, a traitor to the party uh, and a, an appalling excuse uh, to be in leadership and it's in his leader. He should be no part of leadership, in my opinion. I want to compliment you, if I may, uh, going uh, straightforwardly after the president of one of the largest uh, uh teachers union the second largest teachers union in the country who wanted amnesty uh, over the pandemic and you said hell no uh i, I just got to tell you senator i thank you it, what the left has done with this pandemic is grossly immoral the shutdowns were immoral they destroyed small businesses they destroyed jobs they destroyed people's livelihoods they shut down churches but the single most immoral thing they did was shutting down schools for tens of millions of kids. They shut down school for over a year. We now have the national testing results and kids, their math scores plummeted, their reading scores plummeted. The racial gap, the gap between black kids and white kids grew by the largest amount in the history of our country. And the political hacks at the teachers unions and Randy Weingarten is hack number one They're the ones that demanded that Joe Biden and the Democrats do this, and Joe Biden and the Democrats, along with his puppet Fauci and and the CDC, all happily obeyed those political instructions. It was obvious they were hurting children. They were doing it deliberately. And I'll tell you, I have forced vote after vote on the Senate floor to try to stop this, and every damn Democrat has voted in favor of these school shutdowns. Every Democrat, a couple of months ago, Lou, I voted to stop the D.C. public schools from imposing a COVID vaccine mandate that would have thrown out of school 40 percent of the black kids in the District of Columbia. And every single Democrat voted to throw out of school 40 percent of the black kids in D.C. It is immoral. It is wrong. And now they're saying, "Ooh, ooh, give me an amnesty. I didn't mean to hurt these kids over and over and over again. Well, they need to be held to account. We need hearings and we need people to be held accountable. Thank you, Senator, for putting America first, those young people first. Uh, and I, it's, it's appalling uh, that uh, the Dems uh, are so responsible uh, for so much, so much trauma. Uh, and uh, it, it's just outrageous. We do have an opportunity to begin fixing it. That starts on November 8th. Senator, I just want to say thank you for all you do for this great republic, what you're doing in these elections. Uh, Your leadership is always uh, both necessary and, I assure you, appreciated. Senator Ted Cruz, his new book is Just as Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System. We recommend it to you highly. Senator, thanks for being with us here. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate all you do. And let me encourage folks, go buy Justice Corrupted. You can buy it on Amazon, wherever you get your books. It gives you the inside story. It tells the real story of what's happening. It's fun. It's readable. You'll enjoy it. And you'll also learn something about the attack that is happening directed at your rights. Senator, Senator Cruz, laser focused, as we would expect. Appreciate it so much. God bless you. God bless Thanks, everybody, and I recommend the Senator's book to you highly. It is entitled Justice Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System. And here tomorrow, our guest will be Arizona's Kelly Cooper, great American running for the 4th District Congressional seat. Please join us here for that tomorrow, and until then, God bless you, and may God bless America.